We live? You hear me over there? That's I it. can hear you. You hear me? I can hear you, Daddy. All right, welcome to another semi-live episode of Times Up Outdoors. As always, brought to you by Tethered. Go to tetherednation.com for all your tethered needs. If you're not saddle hunting, you're doing it wrong. We've been out here in Kentucky for a couple of days now, sitting in these things, and I've got nothing but happy things to say about them. Comfortable, light, efficient, all that good shit. So, one-stop shop, tetherednation.com. Also, and brought this is brought to you in partnership with Lacrosse Boots. Scott said it before, this place looks like Lacrosse threw up all over here. I've been wearing these boots everywhere we go, loving the shit out of them. Comfortable. Light, rugged, durable, all that good stuff. I was going to wear my Alpha Burleys, or I brought them, but I did not find a need to wear them. Yeah, I brought mine too, but I haven't had a need. The, I'm pretty uh, sad about it because that's probably the most comfortable boot. What are the I ones own. that we've been wearing? What are they called? Windrows? Uh, windrows? Windrows. Yep. It was 28 degrees last two mornings, 27, 28 degrees. One pair of wool socks and those windrows in my feet didn't And they're cold. waterproof, too. <clears throat> yeah. So, yes. I mean, you can go through a little bit of water. Yeah, we them. were crossing the creeks and shit. Yeah. And my feet don't get cold in those. And they're comfortable, dude. Yeah, they're great. I love them. The 8-inch, I like the, the heel support on there. The ankle support on the 8-inch. You get little bitch ankles, so. Just being real with it, too. Like, bang for your buck-wise, that's a solid fucking boot. Can't yeah. go wrong. Yeah, it that's, is. It's a good price point. So, lacrosse boots, get you a pair of those. All right, let's get to the good stuff. So this is our third day here, day second three. full day. Yeah, yeah. It's a night three update. Night three update. Don't don't. Did we get a buck on the ground today, or did we not? You'll have to listen to the end listen. of the podcast. To listen. Find out. All right, you want to start it off, Scotty? Sure. Because you had it a off. pretty eventful morning. Did I? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Am I forgetting something? She was pretty obnoxious. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, Jesus, I blocked it out of my memory. So I went back to the same spot I was sitting. Last night, and uh, that spot has been an awesome morning spot. Tons of deer. So, right away before first light, I have deer forty yards from me out in the field, which is perfect. I can shoot it. I figure if it's if it if they're all doe, I'm killing one of them. If there's a buck in there, I'm killing it. And I'm pretty pumped about it. Well, all of a sudden, I start hearing blowing coming from like. Ooh, that's liquor. Is that mine? <laughs> <laughs> so I hear a doe blowing like way off in the distance, but like a lot, like obnoxiously blowing. And then eventually the doe that are right by me. <laughs> Not that kind of blowing, Steve. <laughs> so eventually one of the deer that's right by me, she blows and then they take off. And I'm like, motherfucker. So, all right. I'm waiting a little longer, and then to my, like, I don't know, to my right, to the east of me, a, a doe goes through, and then another doe comes out in front of me at the same time, and I'm filming her, and I turn around, and I look, and there's a buck behind me, but it's, like, really, really little. Like, probably a spike, m- maybe maybe a little bit more. Spike like, with a little baby brow Yeah, tongue. like, just real little. So he passes through, and then... Um, Another two doe come through, and then here come. There's three doe behind me, and they're coming my way. They're probably fifty yards from me. Are you shooting a doe at this point? Oh, for sure. I'm like, I see the doe. I get my bow in my hand. I'm like, here we go, dude. I've never heard a doe do what this doe was doing. She starts blowing. She's completely upwind of me. Like, or 
Yeah, I'm down. I'm down with double hand twist. <laughs> the gog gog nine thousand. <laughs> so I know she's not winding me unless something weird's going on with my with my scent that I don't know about. But you gotta wash up first. <laughs> it's just courteous. Jesus. So she starts blowing her head off, like will not stop, like constant. But they're not going anywhere. They're just sitting there. What did it sound like? <laughs> you did a moose. It, it sounded you did a moose call. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> You're talking about a dose. No, though? so it, it, literally it was just. I'm not exaggerating. That's what it sounded like. And, and so I'm thinking usually a doe blows and then they take off. This They don't go anywhere. They're just there. Maybe 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes of that. It never stopped. And I'm like... Was she looking at you and stomping too? Nope. She never looked in my direction. She would just fucking... She just kept blowing. And I'm like, what is going, what is going on right now? And then it would stop for like 30 seconds. And I'd be like, okay. And then I would hear them start to make their way towards me. And it would do it again. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like... I probably have, you probably hear my camera. I had the camera on. I'd probably be like, you hear me saying, what the fuck is going on? And then finally, she, finally she takes <laughs> off. I was like, daddy, chill. Daddy, chill. <laughs> so finally she takes off across the field. And the entire time she was going across the field, she was bounding. And every time she hit the ground. <laughs> Maybe there's something fucked up with her. All the way across the field. It's probably a cat. I've never, I've never seen it be. I've never heard that before. Like that much, like say it, say it. blowing. <laughs> yeah. So that was my morning, and and then I got down at like I think I got down at ten. Uh, and then walked back, and then I I pulled my set down. That was it. I, that was my, because that spot has not shown me anything at night. So I'm like I'm not wasting another evening sitting here and seeing nothing. Um. So I made a decision to. Go over to where you guys were the night before. What'd you do today? Uh, your morning, like Steve. How'd you do? Well, I woke up this morning to. Nobody can hear you. I woke up this morning uh, with intentions of sleeping in and butchering my dough from yesterday. But instead, I woke up at 5 a.m. The second someone's alarm goes off, John coughs. It's, uh, it's true. It made me laugh this morning because an alarm went off. As soon as it went off, John was like, <laughs> so, so I woke up to that. So I woke up and uh, I put I put my headphones in and put on the sounds of rain on YouTube and just listened to rain. You know they have like noisemaker apps? You don't yeah, that's what YouTube. it was, except oh. I did YouTube because I don't feel like downloading another app. Um, and I only use it when I'm around you guys. Um, <laughs> so then I was able to sleep for about an hour and then around 6 a.m. Scott started singing and I couldn't sleep past that. And then he, I heard him insulting me. So <laughs> I finally got out of bed and made a cup of coffee. And, I called him weird because he put a towel under his door so that he wouldn't hear us. Because <laughs> I know how you guys be. Um, and then when you, you know guys left, I ran myself a bath. <laughs> Sent this a Snapchat to tell me that he wasn't weird. <laughs> I sat in the bath and drank a cup of coffee, and then I went outside and uh, started working on my dough. And then uh, John had an encounter, and I was super excited to come help him, and they they wouldn't let me. So then I <laughs> stayed home until they got back at one o'clock. Took a nice nap. I did take a nap. Yep. 
That was my morning. Nice. Did you take a nap today? Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. You didn't take much of a nap. You went in there and then you were on your phone. Well, Scott made a phone call and just didn't care that I was napping. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, there's like a four foot gap. Not a four foot, like a four inch gap four at the base foot. of every door. Yeah, four foot. It's a half door. <laughs> Little half door. <laughs> like a reverse saloon door. This is not just the head. This is not a soundproof haunted Airbnb by any stretch. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, my nap was cut short. That happens. <laughs> Hold on a second. You're going to blame me and me alone for your nap being cut short? Because I heard like two phone calls in your room. Nico called me, yeah. And somebody else did too. Uh, Nico called me again. It was a butt. Oh, okay. You Uh, you don't know that story. No. I was screaming at your butt and it wasn't talking back. (laughs) And then uh, Sometimes it will talk back. (laughs) (laughs) And then I went to sleep and uh, I got 20 minutes in, which Will and I, Will always argues with me because whenever we hunt together, I take a 20 minute nap. If you Google how long should you nap as an adult 20 to 30 minutes is how long you should nap he thinks I, you should nap for two hours i do love a good 30 that's, minute power nap that's sleeping <laughs> at two hours i like a two hour nap i like it but you don't feel like ass after nah. you gotta you gotta 20 minutes man fair enough it's enough time to start a dream but not finish it what did you do nico well we actually left pretty close to on time today which no, was nice really well, we left late, but we I got, well, I don't know about you, I got into my tree 20 minutes before Leo's shooting late, which is a pretty big improvement. I got in my tree 10, probably 10, <laughs> 8 minutes before Either Leo. Way, it wasn't legal shooting this time, so we did much better. Yeah, we, we, this, yeah, we try to leave at 6, and it's always like 6.20. I yeah. said something to you this morning, yeah. I'm like, are you guys, are you guys going? I had to take a, a shit that just wouldn't end. Oh, I could hear it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, John made this chili. <laughs> the chili was good. It was delicious. But nobody shit fireballs. I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You got a little weak stomach then. Right before Big my spell bath. Julian Jiu-Jitsu guy. Right, right, before, right before my bath. I almost thought about washing my ass before I got in the bath because it felt oh, gross. gross. Oh, yeah, but you didn't? Just sitting in your butt pool? <laughs> I, yeah, I did. Wait, you didn't wipe your ass before you got in the I bed? Wiped, so you just, I wiped it. So you, <laughs> I just felt like I should shower. Your ass was in there just like a Chipotle of marinating? <laughs> Just sitting in a soup at that point. <laughs> chunks of <laughs> butt soup. Chunks of bean and corn in my ass hair. That's too far. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm at, oh, I was looking for the other button. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which one is that? There it is. All right. Alright, your morning? Yeah. So we got set up and uh it felt right. It was a deary morning. It was frosty. That was the other weird thing. We left here. It felt moderately warm. Yeah, it was kind of warm. There was no frost, nothing on my windshield. We got there. It was frosty, and it was six degrees colder on my truck than when we left. It was 27 degrees when we pulled into that driveway. Yeah. Down in the holler. I guess. It's cooler down there. So whatever. Frost on the ground. It was calm. It was quiet. It looked nice. And the the frost, because it wasn't like iced over, it made everything quieter. Yeah. Which was sweet. So I got set up and like <clears throat> 20 minutes into daylight, a buck comes out. He comes right to me. It's a little buck. Walks eight yards by me. I'm like, all right, good start. Two minutes after that, a uh, little eight point comes out across the field. I was like, I'd be willing to shoot him. He doesn't come close enough. While he's in the field, a two-year-old six-pointer comes out. I'm like, well, he looks cool. I'll shoot him. He cuts across in front of me at like, I didn't know the range, but he was like, I needed to range it to get the shot there. And the wide, you know, in a field, it's kind of hard to judge. 
So I'm trying to range them. There's a couple little twigs and shit, and I kept hitting them. And then when I finally ranged them, he was 39 yards. And I was like, there's no way I can stop him, draw this quiet, and him not duck and cause something bad to happen. So I just let him escape. And I was pretty sad. I actually called at him and bleeded at him and shit. It didn't matter. So he left. So I saw those three bucks right away. And then, shit, I don't know, an hour later or so, I looked across the field, and there's a 130s eight-point walking around. I had just rattled previously to that, and he came out running into the bean field, so I thought he was going to run right to me, but he cut short. Do you think you rattled him in there? No, I really don't. I was hoping that was the case, but I don't think so. Because then when he was in the bean and he turned, I rattled again, thinking maybe he was looking for it and just cut short. No, he didn't care. So he left. Two minutes after that, a bigger buck shows up. I don't know if he's a 9 or a 10, but he's every bit of 140. Probably a little bigger. He's across the field chasing a doe around. He leaves. God, I want to be back there tomorrow so bad. Yeah, dude. I, I, I wish we could be in that spot tomorrow morning. Yeah. So they they both take off. I ended up seeing eight total bucks. And the only one that came in shooting range was the only one that I wasn't going to shoot. So that's how it goes. I had a doe walk by me. I wanted to shoot her. Couldn't get a shot on her. So that was that. Then I was, I was, but I was super hyped. Like I was, saw eight bucks. Everybody was doing bucky shit, cruising, searching, pushing. It was awesome. It was a great day. So then your thought going in when you pulled your shit down. Yeah. So I pulled my shit down. And I'm like, I'm going. <laughs> the two biggest bucks I saw were across the field by this little gap. It's where I saw a bunch of does come out last night. And I saw another good buck there the night before. So I was like, I'm going right there. I actually looked at my camera to see the tree that they both walked by. They were 20 yards in front of the tree I set up in tonight. So that was the plan. I'm going to go sit there and hopefully they do it again. How'd your morning go, John? Yeah, John. It was all right. It's just all right. I rode in with Nico sitting exactly the same spot we did. I did last night. Last, uh, you know, last night I saw it. What, four, what did I see? Four bucks, four and four, four bucks, four does. All small bucks. Again, I could have shot every one of those. But going into yesterday, last night, I was like a three out of ten. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense why it would be good. So, like, zero expectation, see a bunch of deer, and every deer I saw I could shoot. So then this morning, I'm like walking out there. And by the way, last night we got lost. Oh, yeah. So. Well, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about it. We took the wrong trail, and it took us fucking forever to to get in there. So, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, it took us forever to, to get out. And we tried to allow ourselves a little bit extra time because we wanted to be able to get in there at the proper time. I obviously didn't leave because I had poop. Uh, but I no flashlight walked right to my stand. Like, no problem. So, everything was going perfect. because so, it was daytime. <laughs> the moon was real bright it was really bright but it like you know i walked right to it at base of the tree didn't run into a picker bush didn't have to like oh shit correct walked right to it everything was going perfect climb up in my stand i'm like this is awesome and then i just got that feeling this i'm like awesome. looking around i'm like there's no fucking there's no way i'm gonna see anything again like this is not it so it, you know 30 minutes after daylight nothing like just quiet, and I'm like, "This is dumb." And then I see one little one little doe kind of skirt me around. She ends up stopping behind me, and then beelines to me, walks by. 
let her go. She was too small. And then nothing. 20 minutes go by, 30 minutes maybe. Just kind of farting around trying to text guys. That got no service out there. Trying to text guys? Trying to text you guys. <laughs> like this, I was going to tell you that this spot is trash. Like I don't know. It, yesterday must have been a fluke because of the dogs or something. I don't know. Huh. So probably five minutes after I think of that, there's two doe comes squirting out of the, which would be the bean field that's just to my east. Squirting. They squirt right into there, you know, run this line down probably 10 yards away from me. And I know what they're doing, you know, her mouth's open doing the. Is she blowing it? Yeah, no, she wasn't blowing me. But <laughs> I could see her mouth open, you know, her tail's flicking. Squirting. I'm like, there's a buck behind her. So I grab my bow, look over, and I hear little four-point runs out, stops 10 yards in front of me. So I put my bow back, just kind of film him for a little bit. I saw him two other times, and the doe must have split off. The two doe must have split off, but he was hot on that one that one doe. Three, or two more times I had him in front of me at within 20 yards. That doe would run by. He would come follow her. And then at the third time, I was like, dude... You're getting real risky. That's why I was trying to text you guys. I was like, this four point is just asking for it. Cause he just keep I'm like, no, you know, I let him I passed him probably the night before. I passed him this morning, passed him again. Like and so now I'm rooting for this guy. I'm like he goes off and uh, the doe goes off into one of the corners and I see him stop in the middle of the field, like Fuck. And I was like, dude, she's over there, man. Like, <laughs> go get her. She, you fucking idiot. And then he starts walking away. I'm like, no, dude, she, no, she's going the wrong way. Dude, <laughs> not it. So, no. so he walks in the woods to my left, which would be the east. And it's in between myself and a, and a bean field. It's kind of, it gets wider, kind of shaped like a pizza slice. So he walks in there. Mm, pizza. I see that doe squirt out again, same spot, you know, 12 yards. And I hear him back there thrashing around. So I'm kind of keeping an eye on everything else around me because I'm kind of sick of this dude already. And I see, you know, him come out and just, I saw the back of him. So I looked around the tree, saw the back of him. I'm like, there's that fucking four point again. I'm looking around and then I catch a glimpse. I was like, Look over, and it's not. It's a different buck. This is a eight, you know, a decent size eight, probably 100, 100 inch. He was broken off on the one side. On his left side, his G3 is broke. So if you probably would have pushed 100, 105 with that, you know, whatever. Good enough for me to shoot. So I'm like, oh, shit. And he's on a rope chasing this chick. So I grab my bow, and I know he's going right, right in to do it. Same spot, 12 yards. He comes in. I draw back. Gets into the clearing. Bat. Let it fly. <clears throat> and I've never hit a deer so confidently. Did he come down that trail? <clears throat> so, those woods uh, to the east, in, where the bean, that separates you and the bean field. Yeah. That little slice of woods. He came out of there, but on the the northern sides, which would be that wood, like okay. right where yeah, so not on that trail, right to the right where we were set to up. the west. No, no, yeah, that's he, where I was he thinking. was going from the bean field. He came out out there, 
was running that wood line. Did you find that scrape? No, I didn't. Okay, so he's running the wood line. I found a bunch of scrapes, but I don't think I found the one you were talking about. You found about. a scrape right by where you were. Told you that's a big one right there. Huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was running east to west on the northern side, just on the other side. That's where she kept running back and forth. And he just did it perfect. He stepped in that clearing, and I hit him. Like I said, I was more excited about how well-placed the shot was. Not to pat my own back, but he jumped up, and I could hear all the air leave his his lungs. Just <clears throat> And then jumps up, bounds about 10 yards, and stops in the in that little tree line that's right there that separates the, two, the dirt field from the grass field. He stops in there. I see him looking around, doesn't even look at me. And then I see him kind of stumble like like he's falling asleep. And then he goes to run out in the field, and it just, he just face plants right there. So then I'm trying to text these guys, Tango down. I'm celebrating. I got my GoPro on my head. I take my GoPro off my head. He's going to like you know start talking into it. Well, the GoPro's dead, so I have no idea what's on there. Hopefully the shot's on there. So I'm... No, I got my phone out. I'm like, all right, I'll just film with my phone. And I hear rustling behind me. I'm like, that fucking four point again. <laughs> Jesus, man, this guy won't leave. I just shot his buddy, and his buddy's dead in the field. And I hear a, like a much deeper grunt. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I look back, and there's a 120-inch fucking six point standing behind me. I'm like, oh, no. What did you do? But that's still... I, I I don't think even if I knew that guy was there, I think I still shoot that buck. Yeah. Just because it's a perfect shot. I mean, it's a shooter. It's a great shot. He did it perfect, and there's no guarantee that this guy was gonna come in at all. Either way, I'm still shooting that buck. I don't regret one thing. But that six point stood stood behind me for. I mean, he wasn't 120 inches. He was probably 105, but he was quite large for a six point. Stood behind me for about 20 minutes at. 18 yards and so i watched and i had to really run some math numbers in my head like do we really only have one buck tag or do we have two <laughs> if i do three years in jail yeah. will my wife still want to be with me what if i just don't tell the guys about the other one yeah. so, <laughs> like this is the one i shot yeah so he he walked off and i waited because now nico's still hunting <clears throat> so i call nico about i let you know that deer sit out in the field for probably 45 minutes before I did anything. And then I called Nico and I don't get any service. So I get service probably once an hour. I'm it's like, really oh. weird how it comes in waves. Yeah. And so I get a, I, I call Nico and he's like, <sighs> dude, I'm like, what's up? He's like, wait, uh, er, don't come out. Er, <laughs> big buck. I'm like, got it. That's all I needed to hear. So I hung up on him. And then text it back. He's like, okay, let me know when the coast is clear. That makes sense why we didn't hear from John for so long. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. He's like, don't come out, big buck. Yeah, he, he <laughs> said, don't here. come out. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, he's on a monster. He said, no, he said, don't come out, giant. I'm like, okay, that's all I heard. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm assuming he's got a giant from him, which is probably the 140 that you're That saying. was the 140, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so then I uh, I hopped down. Because you, you, did you clock it? As a crow flies, how far we were, like 700 yards or something? Apart? Yeah. 800 yards. Yeah, 800 yards. So, and he died. The, the buck is dead. My buck is dead 40 yards in front of me. I'll take one. Uh, he's dead 40 yards in front of me. So, I'm like, I'm not going to booger anything no, if thanks. I get down. So, I get hop down. 
get all my stuff out. You know, I'm filming with my phone because now I have no fucking camera. Doing this and that. Got all my, my pack stuff, you know, everything packed up. Go to walk up on them and I hear thrashing in the bushes again. I'm like, okay, so I stop. And I look over and there's a doe just coming in at 22 yards. So I'm like, shit. Get in on a knee and knock an arrow. And she puts her head behind a, a tree. I draw back. Just go to the right side of the tree. I'm getting ready to rope her. But she must have... I don't know what the hell she did, but she turned left on that tree, started to walk it due north, and I could never get a shot. So, went and skinned it out. Kind of waited for... Oh, those are for you. Sweet. <laughs> went and skinned it out. Caped it out. Gutted it. Made a sack. Yeah. Uh, took all the meat off it. I so, kept I kept the quarters in. Yeah. While you were doing that, because the only plan that we really had made together was we're meeting at the trailhead at 11. Mm-hmm. No matter what's going on, unless there's deer <clears> in front of you. Unless there's a giant in the field. We're yeah. going to meet at 11. The giant in the field was at like 945. So I hadn't seen shit else after that really. That was pretty much it. And uh, so I get to the trailhead right at 11 o'clock. Which was pretty impressive. I looked at my phone at like ten fifty. I was like, I should probably start walking over there now. But I was like, I'm almost done with this, so he'll get the memo. Yeah. So I got to the trailhead and I'm like, all right. I waited like ten minutes. You weren't there. I was like, there's two things. That was when you called me. Yeah. I'm like, John's either. Well, there's three things. John's either working on his buck. He went back to the truck to unload his shit and get the stuff we need to get him out of the woods, or he fell out of his tree and he's dead. Or he got mauled by pit bulls. <laughs> Four things. So I walked back to the truck, grabbed the big, my big bag that I used to carry around, but you could fit apparently a whole deer in it, and the game bags, and change my clothes, and take off all my layers and shit, and go walking back. I don't know where you're at. You've never sent me a pin. I just know the vicinity of where you're at. <laughs> so I just start walking that direction, and I turn the corner. It's like field, trail, field, trail back there. And I turn the corner and I just see this fucking guy coming out of a ditch <laughs> with antlers on his back and a ball of deer dragging behind him like a fucking savage. The ball made out of the skin. Yeah, the so, ball made out of the skin. Dude, if my backpack was just a little bit bigger, because it wasn't that bad. So what I did is I, when I skinned it out, there was no like logs or anything clean to set like the cuts of meat on so that it didn't get full of leaves. So I'm like, I'll, I'll just skin the whole thing first. And then I'll leave the fat on it to, you know, protect it from the dirt and the, the bullshit. I can cut that off later. So I'll skin it out, lay the skin over there, and then put all the meat on the, on the hide. And then I'll just use one of, I'll use my lineman rope to, like, I'll poke holes in it like I'm tanning the hide. And then Did just weave this it whole process into a quick? basket. Nah, I didn't have a fucking camera. God damn it. And so I, that's what I did. I put all the stuff in there, put the quarters in there. And the original plan was like, I can if I can get this up on the backpack, so we're, like the loads on both of my shoulders somehow, I can just carry this thing out no problem. Well, there's no way I had fucking everything. I had my sticks, my platform, my bow, all of my layers, everything was in it. My saddle, and so I was like, I I try to carry it like a like a suitcase. You know, one sling around the shoulder, but that's a hundred and ten pounds with the hide, or hundred something, probably a hundred pounds, because still had it was still boned meat. Like nope. So then I I ended up taking my tether, hooking it up to my belt, and then hooking it up to the <laughs> to the ball of meat, and just dragging it, which was 
it was going pretty good. Smoking my legs, but I was, I was just getting ready to carry, you know, all the way to where I could get close to that bean field. I didn't know if that monster was still in there or what, but I wasn't going to drag it. I was just going to drag it to that field that yeah. I met you in and then try to get a hold of you or see if I can glass it up. But then, yeah, I saw you. So we took all the quarters out, put it in a game sack, put it in the, put it in the, um, Alps Outdoors pack, which fucking carries it well. I carried that. You carried my backpack. And we took off. That pack was heavy. It was yeah. very heavy. You made me take it out of the truck, and I was like, Whoa. <laughs> I, I was because when I went to pick it up after we loaded it, I'm like, holy shit. That's that pack weighed suck. more than my whole deer. <laughs> <laughs> it was heavy. So, yeah. that so well, we're a mile away from the First truck. of all, before... I'm bummed I didn't get to see like the size of the deer and the shot placement and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the, like being that far back is when you're going to cut it out. Yeah. Like, even if I was going to shoulder mount it, I, I would have just caped it. I, I, there's no way I was dragging that fucking deer back out of there. No way. And, you know, I've never done that, so I always wanted to do that. It was cool to do that. Yeah, that was fun. But before we tried the pack, I was like, it's already packaged in this fucking ball of of hide so you should have just go, brought it right to the ca- right to the let's go Airbnb get it like so that. we did yeah that we was did. the plan we went and got a log but all of the logs out there are petrified so <laughs> like you would go to grab one it would just snap in half so we found this log that was not long enough and fucking 45 pounds itself yeah <laughs> so the log was like half the weight we just tied the ball of of meat to the log and then try to two-man it like we did your dough no, no. I was like, my shoulders were fucking that was smoked what, already. What was on the story was you get when you guys did that. Yeah. Then. Okay. So we carried that about you know, 150. Did you yards. get any footage of his drag sack that he made? Yeah, I got a footage of that. Okay, good. Us carrying <laughs> it, us packing it into the pack, and then carrying the us quitting on the ball of meat idea. <laughs> I, I, I want to see the meatball. I was like, <laughs> the meatball. Yeah, and then I you know, buried the hide. But yeah, that was a good idea. And then uh, so we get to the truck. Because obviously I can't call it in in the woods because I have no fucking service. As soon as we get there, Nico's got service. I'm like, all right, I'm going to telecheck this thing. Dude, the fucking telecheck process. Isn't it annoying? 40 yeah. minutes. Kentucky's got to figure that what out. What the hell? Oh, they want to, with bucks, they want you to measure the diameter of the antler and shit. Well, it was yeah. e- easier with the doe, but it was a pain in the ass though. They want you to measure, the, well, they, they say they want you to measure the spread, but when you shoot a buck, they ask you if it's 11 inches or under. Is it, if it's over 11 inches, press one. If it's You're under, like, press it. over. I was like, done. It was 15. <laughs> Stupid. But, yeah, so we get there, and then, yeah, that was my morning. It was great. It was the most fun hunt that I've had because it was, for one, I don't shoot bucks in the morning. I, I, I think that's probably one of maybe four bucks in my life that I've shot in the morning. But and for two, like, I got to do so many, so many firsts. There's a first ever out-of-state deer that I've ever shot. It's the only the second buck or only second deer I've ever shot out of a saddle. Uh, it's the first time I've got to to cut one out in the field and make and like ball. skin it, yeah, and then you know just like embracing the suck. You get to pack out a deer. It sucks, but it was a fucking blast. My doe was my first public land doe. That was my first public land deer ever. I've never shot a public land deer ever. 
So, yeah, a world of first for me, and it was awesome. You've hunted hard on these public land trips, too. Like, we usually yeah. end up... You've passed deep. a lot of deer on public land, too. I have. I have passed a lot. I mean, I'm... I, I like to stay in the same realm of, like, that buck, I think. That's I how you were in Missouri last year. You had that encounter with that buck, and then that was your that was your I, mission the rest of the I trip. saw a giant, and I was like, I, I'm not leaving this fucking area. Yeah. No way. I saw him almost every day. I just couldn't get, he was, I'd go over there, he'd be over there, and then I'd go back over here, he'd be back over there, so I'm like, I just couldn't figure him out, but, yeah. And then there was a, like a little six, that was probably about his size, maybe a little smaller that I passed, because I knew that giant was there, and then this year, my mindset going into it was like, no dude, because you don't just get opportunities, especially it being the rut, you could see that buck, this might be the only time you see him, and there might also be nothing else behind him. So that's why I don't like passing does if I don't have anything in the freezer. It's like I don't know if another doe is going to mm-hmm. come by me this year. Yeah. You know, at least not perfectly. Like I, the the first night I passed that doe at thirty five yards because I'm like, eh, you know. But yeah. like passing one at ten yards is oh, first that doesn't night, happen that many times a year for me at least. First night, yeah, first night, and then you know, especially during the rut too. Like I did, I passed all the doe. This morning, I was going to shoot a doe, and I told you before we went out the night before, I was like, I, I'll shoot a doe, but it's got to be like 9.45, right? And it's, she's got to be alone. She's got to be walking slow. She can't be running. Like, I got to know that she's not a hot doe, and then it's got to be, bef- you know, maybe after all of most of the running activities taking place, and I didn't even pick up my bow for any of those does because it was, you know, I knew they were chasing I'd already seen two bucks chase two different does. So, I think we need to buzz through tonight yeah, and tonight's talk about tomorrow morning. Garbage. Mm-hmm. Tonight's report is garbage. We all, we all, yeah, go ahead. We we all decided to attack that same chunk of area because I I had seen eleven different bucks in two sits in that one field. John had seen fuck a bunch of bucks over there and killed one. And didn't really booger anything up out there too bad. So we're like, screw it. So Steve went and sat where John was. Scott went and sat further up the field edge from where I had been sitting with John filming him. Because that's where all the deer had been cutting in the corners. And then I went and sat in the tree where the two big ones were at. And we had intentions of shooting does, bucks. Like, we went out there way confident. Like, I was like, somebody's for sure killing a deer. We were talking about I was 85% sure somebody was going to kill a deer. And I was 70% sure that there was going to be two. Of an inconvenience it was going to be when we kill three bucks. Like, man, we're going to be out here all damn night. (laughs) Well, lo and behold, Steve was overrun by pit bulls, and then Scott and I both saw deer, but not until it was too damn dark to do anything about it. So, so if you've been following this uh, podcast series, you would know about the Yellow Lab and GSP yeah. that rode through John last night. John is fucking blind because it was the world's biggest pit bull and a smaller pit bull, maybe a boxer. I don't know. Neither of them had collars. I don't know if they were wild dogs or just... Had Are you going to let me off the hook now and tell them that if it ran by you, you said, and I quote, if that ran by me, I would say, yeah, that's a yellow lab and a GSP. Yes, and then, I was going to go there. And then the, the Brundle one has a white thing around its neck, a white fur around its neck that looks like a collar. Yeah, I was gonna get there. Oh. I just wanted to <laughs> I just wanted to beat you down for a minute before I brought you, you up. You got to build me back up, Stephen. Yeah. 
Uh, no, if they ran by, I would say Yellow Lab and GSP, but I put my binos on it, and I was like, no, that's the world's biggest pit bull. That's, it, w- it was a massive dog. I thought it was just a big, fat, gumpy, no. friendly lab. So they came by, and I was scared. Like, I'm like, these are wild dogs. I don't know if they're going to be afraid of me when I climb down, like a coyote or bear or a no, mountain they're lion. Not. They're going to they're, they're gonna be afraid off. of you. This dog might run up on me barking when I climb down. Um. So I was like, I was kind of cool, but I was pretty nervous. Then they find, I don't, they never actually found your buck that you buried. I was just saying, because it was deep. I think they got on some chunks of blood or something, and they got in a fight. You know what I did, though? They're, they might have found one of the legs, because at the very <laughs> end, I did cut one of the legs off. And I was like, I'm going to lose this six ounces of Chucked leg. It in the woods. <laughs> Threw it probably right where they were. Dude, so... All of a sudden, I just hear, and then, like, I can't even emulate how terrifying this dog sounded. (laughs) And then the other dog started yelping, like, he fucked it up. And uh, that was when I got scared, and I sent you guys a Snapchat of my knees. I'm sitting in my saddle, and my knees are quivering. Like, I just shot a giant deer. Like, I'm, like, having, like, this adrenaline dump. And I'm like, I might need to call the fire department to get me out of my tree stand tonight. (laughs) That's how scared I was. Wouldn't it be sweet if they showed up with a truck? And they, like, put <laughs> the stick the up to get you in? <laughs> They're like, these dogs have been killing all the neighborhood kids. <laughs> but they eventually meandered off, and then I walked um, all the way to you guys with my revolver in my hand. Yeah, in a in a one million candle watt light on your head. Bright light. <laughs> Dude, I, bright I had light. it on the brightest setting because I needed to see them So for... <laughs> so I could get headshots only because I only had five bullets. <laughs> I texted you guys. I was like, I wish I brought my Hellcat tonight because five rounds, five rounds, two dogs. Just be a better shot. Yeah. So I mean, I don't the kicker for all this was the whole time we knew coming into this place, we can't hunt here this weekend. This piece of public, we're not going to be able to hunt it this weekend. They got their own shit going on. So the plan was... We would hunt up until this evening, and then we would dive into one of the surrounding pieces of public or land private. We haven't tonight. landed private yeah. yet tonight. <laughs> we haven't landed any private, so we're like, well, we'll go scout and hunt tonight, so we have a place to go hunt tomorrow morning. But because this other piece had been so full of deer, we pretty much threw the whole kitchen sink at it. Nico got blinded by the mega giant he saw. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I did. I was like, we got. Right like, there's so. giant. There's giants for everybody. I'm like, oh, all over. well, you did. <laughs> you see get two, a giant. <laughs> you did see two two giants. I saw. Oh, I didn't even say it. I saw a giant tonight. Yeah. So we went. We went, we basically we went for it. We were like, we'll just bite the bullet and go for it. So it didn't work, and we're all sad. <laughs> so it, it just doesn't seem like a good idea to go dive into one of these public pieces tomorrow, blind in the dark. <clears throat> there, it's not like you're hunting fields on these other pieces. Of yeah, there's either. no fields. There, it's, it's all straight timber ridges like so we're gonna go in in the light with a hangover yeah probably so i'm gonna get up in the morning around like i'll probably leave here at like eight o'clock and go check a couple of surrounding pieces of public and see how many cars are there if we can find one that's not overloaded then we'll have a spot to go in there midday mid-morning midday and hunt scout our way in there and i'm also gonna go knock on a bunch of doors again tomorrow and try to get some private I think because um, Scott if, only has a day and a half left to hunt. I think yeah. I, I think if we don't get on private, I think uh, even though tonight sucked, 
it was a lot of fun, all four of us rolling in at the same time. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And I think it would be cool to do that into a public land piece tomorrow. I do yeah. too. And just spread out and see what happens. Yep. And the good thing is, is we have low expectations. We can just go in super deep and it doesn't matter what time we get back to here. Right. Yeah. If we're all together, it makes it easy. Just split up and try to kill something. Team back up. At that a... was the first time we've done that in all these years of doing these trips. We've never all like hunted the same area. We're, we no, all, we, we always feel some weird need to... Well, I'm gonna hit this piece. You hit that piece. But like, yeah. I, I really enjoyed teaming up tonight. And it worked yeah, like too. So, just like you're saying, I'm gonna you'll hit this piece. I'll hit this one. So you guys went and hunted right by, right by the house here, and John and I went and hunted a different piece. But you guys were seeing a ton of deer, and then we had a bad wind anyway, and we're like, we talked on the drive back. We're like, why don't? Why are we not hunting down there? That's obviously there's yeah. a shitload. Of, like you guys were seeing twenty deer a night. Yeah. So I'm like, that's fucking dumb of us to see three deer a night. So that's what made us go to this because we're. And then not you guys hit yeah, this. We were we were the, our full intentions leaving <clears throat> that that day was to come over here and hunt with you guys. Yeah, the only reason we ended up a little further down was because we got the private land private who gave land us the access to get to this piece of. And public. it's it's all pretty connected. It's, the, yeah, it's all connected. We've we've barely touched this piece. We, yeah. We're like touching the very tip of this thing. Just and the tip. Touching just the, tips? the tip. Just the just, just the, tips? the tip. Touch the tip, and they're they're blowing out here. Just touch it. Um, <laughs> but we've been seeing double digits almost every night as far as deer. Yeah, like, I, mean, I mean, I saw I saw four today. That's the lowest amount of deer I've seen. Really? I well, saw, I guess last night I didn't see anything. So I saw like a dozen last night, and then today I saw probably about a dozen again, and eight of them were bucks. And this, so <laughs> if you listen to one of our podcasts a few weeks ago, or yeah, probably a few weeks ago, it was about. The Michigan DNR wanting, you know, everybody shoots some does. Does, right, yep. And the big reason was doe buck ratio, yada, yada, yada. So here they say this is like the biggest deer density in the state. This, this area? This area, yeah. This, I've noticed. A I've lot noticed. of deer. However, despite there being a lot of deer, I saw eight bucks to three does this morning. See, I saw almost 20 does to five bucks my first night. You ever done that in Michigan? No. No. I've never seen... Um, well, actually, I don't know. I guess last year I saw. And, and then have you ever done it on a Michigan public? Like that oh, shit. No, that shit no, 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 no. doesn't yeah. fucking happen. Yeah. If you have a sweet piece of private and it's big and you know, then maybe you've got that going on. Right. But to do that on a big piece of Michigan public, or no, dude. Even with me, I'm about fifty. And if 50. you did, if you have had that happen once or twice, you caught a fucking crazy rut day, and there was a hot doe in your area. These bucks are out cruising. Like, I only saw two bucks with does today. Three bucks. I'm sorry. Three out of the eight were with does. The rest were all cruising. You, like, we have to do a better part. This place has a trophy hunt going on, and that's because they want to knock down bucks to keep their dough to buck ratio right. Because then everybody they already know everybody's hammering all these fucking dough. We got too many big bucks. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> We've got to do something about it. And they also give you three dough tags. Yeah, it's one buck tag and three dough. One tags buck and three dough tags for all for the statewide for the tag. tag. Keep up. Yeah, the that's wild for the. Small price of three hundred and forty-three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more than Missouri. Just I told Missouri. my I told my wife it only cost me twenty-five bucks. And then I, I had to call my wife today and told her that I'm like, I don't know if you noticed, but another three hundred came out of the account. I happened to draw an Arizona on the other tag, and uh, she's like, well, "When are you gonna go?" I'm like, "I don't know. I did not expect to draw it. <laughs> like, it was thirty dollars. It was like thirty dollars for Alex. I think. I think." He must have, no, maybe it might have been free. He's like, if I log in and can get it, I can get it. 
and he got it. So now I have to go to Arizona and shoot a mule deer. Nice. Yeah, but or you can deer. you can take her with you and she can go hang out in a pool. Yeah, but it's she cows deer. Coos deer. It's cows. cows deer. Listen, it's a coos deer. I'm from Michigan. It's a coos deer, and I don't want to shoot a coos deer. My uncle was like, "We're gonna set up tree stands and shoot coos deer," and I'm like, "I'm not flying to Arizona to sit in a tree stand and shoot a whitetail." Because pretty much that's same. It's a small whitetail, right? Pretty much. No, I like to. You're wearing first light socks. Fuck yeah, I am. Dude. Yeah, Stephen Ranella himself you know calls about? it a cow's deer. Well, he's not my lord. Well, the story is, I'm gonna come film it. All right, I would love to. Well, we'll talk off the air. <laughs> All right, let's get off the air. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, thanks, and I'm we so will tired. meet up tomorrow. Scott I don't know if been, I was, I've not said one. I don't word know if you noticed Scott hasn't said a word. I'm still here. I didn't okay. go to bed. Tune in tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Hit a button. Hit a button.